Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum from our mouths to the viewers' ears. We got myself, your executive producer, Harley, with me in the room in the Garden District in lovely Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We got Ali Nablob. What's up? And on the phone, we hadn't talked to him in a while. He was a podcast favorite, maybe. He, <laughs> <laughs> He's on there. Uh, we got our buddy uh, Joey Sal. What up, Joey Sal? Good to be back. I haven't been on in a while. For good reason. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, uh, so Joe, a lot of the podcasts I do basically caters to you, if you haven't noticed by now. And well, I'm your only recurring listener. That's not technically true. Get, of, get well soon, J-Bone. In the words of Mike Gundy, that's not true. Shut up, J-Bone. Um, what, I, what I would say is, how did you like the Billy episode, Joe? Because that, that was kind of tailored just for you. I really wish we could have made it work out to where I could have been on there. You know, I heard him say at the end, let's get Joe on there next. I, I really wish I was. I know you tried to get me on there and we just couldn't get the timing right with Billy, but I, I really wanted to be on there for that one. We pretty much ran the gamut, though. There's not much more left in the in the gun to shoot. I know. I, it's just you guys, you guys both remembered some of the stories a little bit different than the way I remembered it. I, I just, oh man, that would have been so much. I haven't talked to Billy in years. Uh, it's probably been six or seven years since I've talked to Billy. Why don't you fucking reach out, bro? It's not I know. Well, I didn't even friend. know. living in fucking Texas. Well, so shows how much of a friend you are. I know. Mo- moves to Tennessee and just forgets about everybody that got him there. Well, I came to visit Billy when he lived in Atlanta when I moved to Tennessee, but then he moved to Texas and So you didn't go visit him. So as far as I know, Joe thinks he still was living in Atlanta and just decided not to visit him anymore. Joe quote unquote went to visit him, but when he went to Atlanta he realized Billy wasn't there, so obviously you just assumed he wasn't in Atlanta. You didn't go to visit him. No, I didn't go to visit him. I just he went. He joined the army or something. He had like seven different jobs, as you guys found out. He was a damn blueberry picker. <laughs> blueberry picker, underrated job. <laughs> but no, I I knew he went to the army. I didn't know he he just bounced around for a while. So, um, Joe, one of the things that are coming up that we uh, we do definitely definitely enjoy here in the Talking Small Podcast, is the Talking Small Podcast Super Contest. Oh, yes. And, yeah. And that's getting real, real close, real, real proper to start up. And Joe is one of our uh, long-time, long-time members of the Super Contest. Back to the first days of it, like back in – how many years have we been doing this? Like four? Oh, gosh. It's, no, it's longer than that. It's been – at least seven or eight. It's been a it's been a while. Yeah. In, the, in the words of Stained, it's been a while. It's been a while. Oh God. And I believe <laughs> Yes, yes, we have moved away from Matchbox twenty and we're on to the stained portion of the references. So last year and uh, let me break the contest down first, because the, the the viewers might not be aware of the contest. Yeah, and all quote unquote money in the contest 
is fictional. Yeah, these are fake dollars. This is like a talking small podcast bitcoins, but not bitcoin. Playing for entertainment. Hey, hey, you know, bitcoin split this week, but let's not I, the viewers don't want to hear about bitcoin. So, basically what we have always enjoyed is gambling. We're not I wouldn't say we're degenerates. Yeah, cuz this isn't for real money. Yeah, it's fake. So you can't be a Degenerate if you're not losing money. It's like on saying it. you're a degenerate because you like to play Monopoly. That ain't real money, buckaroo. Yeah. It's only a problem if you can't afford it. All right, facts. So last year, Joey Sal. <laughs> Sounds like the wise words of a man who's planning for retirement. Played played in this uh, league. What he did is he picked five games a week against the spread. These are NFL games uh, wins, losses, ties percent and uh joe got third place last year so good job joe um yeah we brought a little bit of money back to tennessee last year you know a first timer uh tyler a friend of mine from up here he uh he will got second place yeah well i mean so, i don't we don't really know tyler so he's probably not going to be invited back this year if hey, he's going to come out of nowhere and win second place <laughs> we want easy money hey tyler if you're there <laughs> fu- if you're listening to this fuck you and if you're not listening to to it joe make them listen to it and tyler fuck you again oh gotcha bitch but anyway we we do really enjoy this well um we have an app on cbs where we pick the lines so if you want to join into the contest all it is is about 50 fake dollars uh we haven't set the fake dollar amount this year but uh 50 fake dollars sign up online make your picks every saturday i think i'm going to move the time back on saturday from like noon to maybe three central or something like that give a couple extra hours in there just in case you wake up a little hungover and drunk you don't have to rush right at noon because a lot of people forgot catering to bob it's catering to the people who always bitch about not getting their picks in but they it's just because they completely fucking forgot and and they run into somebody who's also in the contest be like hey man you what games you pick this week you're like oh fuck i forgot the fucking pick yeah, back in the day before this got all mobilized and put on an app, when you would get the picks sent into you, Bob would send them in. You get his at four thirty in the morning after a night out, and he re- remembered, "Oh shit, I have to get him in, or I'm not going to make the deadline." Yeah, Bob would be as completely as drunk as possible, and then before he went to bed that night, normally when Joe was face down in a bathtub uh, recovering, that's when Bob would send his picks in. So anyway, if you're interested. And you're uh, got the little degenerate gene and just want to play for fake fifty dollars? Yeah, what have you got to lose? Yeah, hit us up. We'll uh, make sure we, you know, we we got apps that you can you know, fake, transfer your fake fifty dollars in, like Venmo, and uh, we can see where this goes. Yeah. What top prize last year took home fake five hundred dollars? I think uh, way more than that. I believe it was five hundred and twenty-five smackaroos, uh, fake dollars, of course. And I think we had uh, I don't know about. I don't know. It was almost twenty people in it or something. I forget twenty four or something like yeah, that. Yeah, somewhere yeah, around there, right? Who who got first place last year? Uh, refresh my memory. Uh, I believe it was uh, Connor. Connor ended up oh, getting first, first year place. in the contest. Connor. No, that was his Connor second was second. He's been in money two years Con- in a row. He's a sharp. Connor was shooting like sixty percent, and then Addy last year he ended up in second place, but he didn't pay in in the beginning, so he ended up not getting any fake dollars at the end. So, yeah, you got to pay fake dollars to get fake dollars. Yeah, you can't just say, oh, I was going to bet fake 50s. Just because it's fake, you still got to make it real. And spectacular. 
hey, who, who would have thought you can't trust Addy? <laughs> <laughs> he said he's in this year and he's going to send his fake dollars in early. Okay, well, tell him to listen well, to the fucking podcast so he knows the rules of how to yeah, send in his fake dollars. In the words of semi-retired Chris Berman, tick, 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 tick. Clock's a t- ticking, Eddie. We got the Hall of Fame game on right now. It's football season. All right, speaking of seasons, it's going to be. It's almost baby season. Yes, th- uh, there's a flood a- coming in Tennessee. And uh, it's going to be raining soda. <laughs> it might get a little it might get a little sticky. So so if y'all don't know, our buddy uh Joey Sal is uh, an expecting father. We we know it's his because of the uh sonogram. They showed the nose. Sonogram, ultrasound, same thing. Same thing. Ooh. Don't, could, just don't call me out on that. Like, <laughs> like I, I didn't know if I was right or wrong. I don't. Know I got either. worried for a second. Thanks for the backup, Joe. I'm trying to learn here. Why are you looking for kids? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> big brother to real brother. Oh, well, I guess I'd be big brother to dad. Anyway, so, <laughs> so if you, uh, we know it was Joe's baby because uh, we saw the nose on the sonogram. The doctor told him, uh, Joe, do you want to tell that story about how uh, the doctor described your uh, yeah unborn we get soda? There and- we're going for, I think it was the, I don't know, 12-week sonogram. We're just going, or the, what was it, 12-week or 16-week maybe? I don't know, some, something like that. Glad it was a memorable uh, it, time You know, they can, tell, they, they can tell the gender at 20 weeks. So it was the one before that, so it was probably 16 weeks. How many and months, how many we go months in is there, there, Joe? That's four months. Okay. And we go in and we make the doctor just take a guess. You know, we had sent off to have some blood work done to check for, you know, genetic diseases like cystic fibrosis and stuff like that. Don't you think you should have done that beforehand? We did. We do that at 12 weeks, but it takes a few weeks to get the test results back. But then we, uh, so we, we just had the doctor guess and she goes, well, I'm going to, you know, I hate to make a guess here. Could it's really a crapshoot. It's hard to tell anything, but if I had to guess, I'd say it's a girl. It's a boy. So, and then she goes, oh, yeah, everything looks good. The arms look good. Legs look good. You know, you can see his face. We norm- or we can see the face. We normally don't see the nasal bone that uh, <laughs> pronounced this early. But uh, <laughs> she yeah, fucking really said face. that. I swear to God. So we got a baby boy that is easily confused with a girl that has a giant nose. Soda knows all straight from the womb. <laughs> So it just got a big tap. That's true saltage, man. Well, I guess that's comforting to know that uh, you see that big nose on the sonogram, so that narrows down the father chances to just you and your brother. (laughs) (laughs) But he does live in Tennessee. I keep telling Haley, all we know is that she's pregnant. We don't know that I'm a father yet. God, I would love to see you on Maury. Joe, would you dab on Maury if you were not the father? I do the the guile theme music, dancing around. I don't know. It seems like you'd be more excited to find out you were the dad in this moray thing. Because then, if it's not, you're either going to stay married and raise a, a son that's not yours, or you're getting divorced. Both of those don't sound like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Harley would be the worst. Like, got duped dad ever. He would just. All right, now, Joe, Joe, before you had this baby, 
There's about ten things you should have discussed. How much Such did, you, did you plan this baby at all? Yes. So I, as Kenny Powers once said, I'm the man with the golden dick. We went for one baby. <laughs> we have what? Kenny Powers, he's bounding down. He makes the baby with the what's-her-face, and he yells out, I'm the man with the golden dick. Okay. You All right, have- so you're the d- goldenrod guy. We tried. We we actually tried one time, and I produced one kid. Bat in a thousand. All right, so you cut straight to one of my questions I had to ask you. So you know exactly when soda was conceived. Will I know you, exactly. Will, will you? All right. Do, one, do you want to lay on that scenario? I bet there was pimento well, cheese involved. Yeah, was there a charcuterie board anywhere in this? I don't remember where we went for dinner. It was my birthday. We went to, we were in Arizona. That was when we went to Scottsdale. We took a trip for my 30th birthday. And we ended up getting into an argument. Like, <laughs> Ooh, immediately before. Angry Actually, sex. it was like. <laughs> it was it was a hate fuck so this child is conceived in hate <laughs> so this soda was shaken up a little beforehand might spray everywhere <laughs> yeah, he's like mentos and diet coke so wait hold on so you're for your 30th birthday you went to tgi fridays like, but, but, like you're on a trip here so like was it okay no sex before the trip and I'm getting off birth control, or how, how does? No, like, dude, how'd you call you your shot? Got to learn the biological clock. You can really only get pregnant for like four or five days out of the month. So the first two or three, you know, the first week of the cycle, you're good. The last week of the cycle, you're good. That middle period is when you got to be careful. The middle, so Haley was. What do you mean the middle period? How many periods is she having over there? Oh, the middle cycle, which is the ovulation, which is about week two of hey, the cycle. Hey, Joe, can I jump in here for one second? I want to. I want to make sure everybody knows something. Joe is known to just blatantly lie <laughs> about facts. So, if we miss one of these, he blatantly lies about. It's not our fault. You've remember, been warned. Do you remember any obvious Joe lies off the top of your head? 50, who would steal 50 bag lunches? Oh, That's right. Billy Madison. No, I, I don't I have, remember Joe always during finals in – we were in the same college class – a lot of the same college classes. We would take the final. I would always kind of be feeling unsure or whatever, be like, eh, I'm not quite sure. Joe used to like ha- – 50% of the tests, oh, that was fucking easy. That was fucking easy. And then come back and you'd have like a fucking D. <laughs> Deeper diploma that happened many a time. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Joe, so you know the cycles. It was your thirtieth yeah. birthday, so this is some like hate fuck birthday present to you. What'd y'all get pissed about, yeah. Joe? I honestly don't remember, but you ate it, the last we, slice it of pimento. Like, it, it was something that birthday. happened. It, it was something that happened earlier in the night. And she rehashed it in the middle of sex. So we were like having sex. <laughs> As a woman's want to do. In the middle of sex. And then at that point, I was like, we, we argued for a minute and then we just hate fucked and 
created a child. When you argued, were you still inserted or did you have to get out? I was in, man. I was in. <laughs> well, it couldn't have been that bad of a fight then, unless it, unless it's like mid-rape. Ugh. Can you start sex consensually, then turn into rape, and then finish consensually? She I was know, on. I know, I know. Craig would tell you yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So boom, boom. You drop your seed in there. Are you feeling confident after that, or now you're just like ready to go to sleep, not thinking of the after uh, shocks? I was kind of looking forward to, you know, a few months of trying, but here we go. Because she, her original plan was to try and get pregnant in the springtime. That way she wouldn't be pregnant all summer because it's hot as fuck in the summer and she's miserable. Science. But we just decided to give it a go and it worked. Yeah, I think. Science. That, I think. When you watch it on TV and shit, it's like these guys look forward to the, making the baby because they think they're going to have sex a whole bunch in like this two-week middle period that Joe just talked about. <laughs> no, that's the period you don't want. Oh, no, that's oh, a period that's you right, want, right, the right, middle right. period. So it sounds like Joe, by his uh, his active uh, semen, decided he, he fucked himself out of a bunch of sex. He cucked himself. <laughs> <laughs> cock blocked the fuck out of himself now joe it sounds like this is a little bit planned a little bit not um, i got 10 questions for you did you discuss these right. before you inseminated your wife is now the right time oh uh, we are we did go over i'm pretty sure i know all your 10 questions yes we did go over all of those all right. yes we can hold on do not jump into questions keep going <laughs> keep going al how will you share baby duties? Who's taking care of Soda? Well, she's going to take 12 weeks off at home, and we've discussed that her job is to raise the baby or is to take care of the baby. My job when I'm home is to take care of her. Okay, I mean, Joe, you sounds like y'all got a plan. What a rehearsed answer! I did not know Joe was going to be. Talk about it, man. Okay, should you co-sleep? No. You've discussed this or not? Higher, higher, higher risk of SIDS when co-sleeping, and it creates an unhealthy sleep environment for Hold the on, baby. Time out, time out. What is co-sleeping? I don't understand this. Is this where the baby sleeps in their bed? Let Joe explain. Yes. Co-sleeping is where the baby sleeps in the same bed as the parents. No, you can't have soda in bed. No. <laughs> the, uh, babies is exactly like dogs. You don't want to set a bad precedent by letting them in there. Once you put the baby on the, in the other room, lock the fucking door. So uh, just for the viewers out there, if you haven't picked up on it yet, Joe's name is Baby Soda. He may tell you he's not, but he is. It'll always be soda to us. <laughs> I'm never calling that kid anything but soda, so who gives a shit what he actually names it? Moving I'm on. okay with that. You can call him soda as a nickname. I'm okay with that. Moving on to number four. This is very See, he said he's okay with that because it doesn't bother him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on right along to number four, a little bit of a sensitive subject. Will you circumcise a boy? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. 
It's cleaner. Less chance of contracting uh, STDs. You think that's actually true? Yes. Okay. Was that first-hand experience? No. I'm I'm snipped, man. Have you ever had an STD, Joe? No, I've never had an STD. All right. You want to follow up on this, Harley? I don't know what the questions are. You're the one that fucking has the questions. I just want to follow up on the STD joke. I mean, Joe is a notorious liar. So, okay. Should you bank your baby's cord blood? We've talked about that, and we're not, we're not doing it because the benefits aren't that great. And if you, if you know your kid's going to have – if is high risk for some diseases, then yes, but – we aren't, so we're not doing that. Is having a beak considered a disease? <laughs> I was going to say, young Nostradamus over there. <laughs> Nostradamus, is that what you call him? Yeah. Uh, number <laughs> six, will you teach your chi- child a certain religion? That's one thing we're not really sure of. The, the one thing you're sure of is no dinosaurs? No, it, it, kind of funnily or funny that all of our friends around here know that story too, so all they bought us is dinosaur shit. It's pretty funny. That's pretty awesome. Runner-up nickname for He's got babies. dinosaur paintings hanging over his crib in the baby room. He's got dinosaur sheets. He's got dinosaur stuffed animals and dinosaur books. So, Harley, that's... We're give, that's the official uh, middle name now, right? Yeah, soda. Joseph... Oh, Soda, uh, soda Dino... Saltage. Yeah. <laughs> SDS. Just, you know. <laughs> All right. Dino's a boss nickname. You might have to save that for your kid's first name, Harley. Dino Show, bro. Not, ha- not having a kid. Oh, shit. Harley discussed one. Will you use cloth diapers or disposables? Disposables, man. Fuck the earth. All right. Facts. All right. Build that wall. Who will care for your child? I guess that means who's going to stay home. You already discussed that one. On no, not, she's going to do her 12 weeks of maternity, but we've got a daycare picked out for after she goes back to work. Hey, daycares are expensive, Joe. Did y'all look at the yeah. financials to realize if there's a bang for a buck of going to daycare? Does your employer offer discounts <laughs> on daycare? There, No, the employer does not offer it. Thanks. And the... The net loss for one of us staying home versus the cost of daycare is far greater than the cost of the daycare. So what they're saying is they're both heavy, heavy earners. Soda Dino Saltage (laughs) is going to live a middle-class, upper-middle-class life. He's going to be well taken care of. He'll be upper, but he will definitely smell the lower. Hey, we'll definitely have to point out here that the cost of living in Tennessee is significantly lower than most other states in the, the U.S. I, I can't imagine it's much different than Baton Rouge. That's a, that's a Joe lie. <laughs> yeah. he, knows, he knows nothing about it, and he's just going with it. That's an example of a no, Joe lie. I live in Baton Rouge. I, it's a, Your mic just blew out, buddy. What was that? What? what what what's this bet here? The cost of living in Chattanooga versus Baton Rouge. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd wager that they're comparable. Tennessee's probably a little. Or Chattanooga. How about Chattanooga versus Baton Rouge? Because Tennessee has some very rural areas that. Oh. You know, 
Uh, do Chattanooga versus Baton Rouge. Who's got a computer? Google it. Harley's doing it right now. Don't fucking boss us around. This is our podcast. We do Chattanooga, our Tennessee. Cost of living is eighty-seven point five. Not sure what that means, but that's eighty-seven point <laughs> five. All right, I got it written down. All right, I'm going to compare. First place, second place is uh, uh, Baton Rouge. Battle of the mid-tier trash cities, motherfucker. <laughs> At least Baton Rouge doesn't have a kids' museum with a dude Heil Hitler in front of it like Chattanooga does. <laughs> Shout out to the Chattanooga's Children's Museum. All right. So, looking at this, cost of living, Baton Rouge is 0.1% less expensive than Chattanooga. Ooh. <laughs> so, but, but you, listen, you said listen. 0.1, so you mean 87.4. So, so and, they're the same exact fucking city. Well, listen to this. <laughs> it says that, and then it's Baton Rouge housing costs are 6% more than Chattanooga, what? and health-related expenses are 13% more than Chattanooga. We fat. So where are we saving well, all this fucking other, money? Where's the other way coming? Where's the other way going? How, well, how like, are we? Ch- Ch- Chattanooga costs more for utilities, transporta- uh, transportation, and miscellaneous. Okay, fuck off. We don't have any of that. That's why it doesn't cost much here. We have cats. Hey, we don't have a uh, state income tax either, so fuck y'all. Yeah, but you don't have any income. Oh, got him. <laughs> Boom. We just decided it's the same. Oh, that's cost of living. Never mind. All right, Joe. I'm willing to move on to number nine. A very, uh, well, another sensitive subject. Will you breastfeed? I will not breastfeed. All right. I oh, have wait. No- so, so your question is, will Joe get some milk? Yeah, Joe, you're not going to breastfeed? breastfeed? I'll try it. I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, so, you will bre- so you guys have discussed you breastfeeding then? I'll, I mean, I'll give it a shot. I'll see what it tastes like. Yeah, but have you and her dis- previously discussed this, or is this just in your sick mind? I've told her I'm going to. I don't think she's necessarily agreed, but it's going to happen. Uh, I mean, it probably happens by accident because, I mean, the kid pops out. If she's feeling frisky, Joe's going to probably do a little floor play, and then just gonna, milk's going to come out. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joe, did y'all discuss um, eating ass at, when pregnant? Eating ass? This this works into one of my other questions I had. Yeah, is it true that pregnant women like when they're pregnant they get hornier? She has had a rough pregnancy where she was nauseous a lot, and no, that myth. Well, I'm sure that is, I've From read that it is. You. <laughs> that has not been our experience. See, not been my experience, at least. See now, my neighbor, Alan. Who's a notorious? He's got three kids. He's went through this three times. That guy fucks. He says that's absolutely a myth. He gets no pussy, and he's went like back to back to back kids. So you know that dude's been dry. Oh. And by the way, <laughs> Joe did Joe did it to himself. He did it the first time, and then she just didn't want it anymore. So it's on Joe. Yep. Joe cucked himself. Yeah, you need to wear tighter boxers, Joe. <laughs> the sperm count down for your next one. Yeah, might want to switch the briefs, buddy. <laughs> Hey, one slips past the goalie every now and then. What do you know? 
Well, Joe, would you ever low-key, like, get a vasectomy on the low and just be like, hey, we're trying to have a kid just so you could have sex, you know? And then do what? Get it back if we decide we wanted a kid? Well, Freeze it. I see, don't know. you used the word we there. And no part of the what Al is describing is there a we. There was only a you. <laughs> You're the one that got a vasectomy. Now, I think she would notice unless she went out of town for a while because your kind of balls are out of commission for a little bit. And then you'd have to get it reversed. Just claim he got the runs for like three days. Dude didn't know he was that potent. He should have went and had his shit tested before he started this. Then he could have got more I'm sex not, while he was donating plasma. I'm not getting a vasectomy. I'm not getting a vasectomy for fun. If I'm getting one, it's going to be done. I'm not getting one just to try and have sex and then get it flipped back if if when I want when I want a kid. Maybe. No snip, snap, snip, snap. Okay. All right, and ten. Will you discipline with spanking? Oh yeah. Oh, Joe's gonna hit his kids. Very controversial in 2017. Oh yeah, I'm not raising no snowflake millennial. Fuck that. Turn out to be a Democrat like Harley. Hey, uh, big shouts to all my uh, my people, Susan Collins. Murkowski, all those people that went and voted no for that stupid-ass health bill, big shouts, way to stand tall, walk tall for your constituents. America! Uh, R.I.P. the Mooch. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Short little. <laughs> we barely knew you, Mooch, but... Like a comet, like a shooting star. It's better to burn up than fade away, huh? It's a tough act to follow. Mooch wanted a realist out. All right, Joe, how soon before you show Soda your dick to imprint in his mind that you had got, got a big dick for now and forever? Uh, I'm waiting on the day he's born. I fully expect my dad dick to come in uh, full and strong. The day he's born, you're going to flash him some brain? No, I'm, I'm expecting my, my dad dick to just mature and, and become what it is. Wait, hold on. You guys familiar with that dick? No, I'm evidently I'm not. Yeah, what the fuck you talking about, Whitey? That dick is like when you go to the gym and you know you always see the older guys, you know the the guys that all have kids. They're always in that low hanging, like constant state of semi chub until they get like fifty, and then they just start shriveling back up, and the you, balls hang lower. Why would you get a semi chub by having a kid? I'm confused. Not chub. It's just it's dead dick to where it's, it's always it's always kind of full, so it's always just hanging. So so let me let me. I'm, I'm trying to understand this on a science level. <laughs> me too. So what you're saying is, dads don't get any pussy, so they're it, always horny. So they're always got a half on. Is that what? Uh, it, that's got to be what he's saying, right? Not a half hard, but the, the dad dick is always is always present. You know, you don't you you lose the uh, the cold weather dick anymore. You you get the you you don't have the George Costanza anymore. He's saying so. Once you have a kid, your dad your dick uh, just basically stays at half a chub at all times. Joe, we're going. What's we're, your sample size? We're going to need to test this. What's your sample size, jokes? It really sounds like you're eyeing down every one-eyed monster in the joint. 
<laughs> hey, I go to a YMCA, man. There's dick everywhere. You can't help it. So what do you do? You, what, do you, <laughs> what? What do you do? Walk through the locker room and say, "Dad, dick, dad, dick, dad, this dick." Guy, we have a fucking okay. All right. I don't want to move on to the next segment of Jim Do's and Jim Don'ts, but sounds maybe like a we Jim Don'ts fucking looking at dad dicks. Jim Don't is when you're walking. We have the locker room area with the whirlpool and all the steam rooms and all that shit. That's got a wall, and then on the other side of that wall, there's the water fountain, and then there's the seating area with the TV that's always on, you know, ESPN or something. And they got a guy who walks. You wouldn't know it's on because you're too busy looking at people's dicks. It, well, the room is, it's all fucking mirrors in the lobby room with the TV and everything. So the dude walks in there to the water fountain, sits down on the fucking leather chair, ball ass naked, <laughs> sitting there sack on the leather, no towel. And he just sits there. And I swear to God, I get there and he sit, he's in there. And by the time I finish my workout and go to leave, he's still in there naked. So 10 minutes later, he was still in there. He's always in there. He's in there for like two hours a day, just fucking naked, hey, sitting on the leather. Joe, if I said you had to go to a police sketch artist and draw his dick or you would die, how close do you think you'd be able to get to his dick? Uh, <laughs> I, well, I don't know about his... Yeah, I could probably do it. I could probably do it. Joe's really eyeballing him down. That's a Jim don't. You do not ever look at another man's dick long enough to be able to describe it to a sketch artist accurately. Your eyes are either fucking up, Joe, or they're down at the fucking ground. What are you doing eyeballing every piece in there? No, you, you never- look him right in the eye. If he's walking naked to you, you look him right in the fucking eye and say, your masculinity does not scare me. <laughs> don't fucking look away. That's some pussy shit. Playing chicken. Eye to eye. And when you walk through naked, like when you come through that shower, look, I'm I'm not a big gym naked person, but <laughs> look, as little time as possible. So I'll walk from the shower. I'll be naked. I'll get my fucking clothes on. But these people that just fucking do prolonged stuff, like as soon as you get to your locker, if you start checking your phone naked, I got a problem with you. I think this, Joe's probably done that. He's th- probably played Pokemon Go. This is get in, get out. No, if you have I to be naked, be naked. I don't I don't get naked. I work out after work. So I go, I change my workout clothes, and from there I just leave and go home. But I do don't you shower. make it hot, Joe? Do I what? Do you make it hot? Do I make it hot? Do you ride that dick till it hits the spot? Oh, God. So, Joe, what started this whole conversation is you can't wait to have a dad dick. Does that mean you're just, you know, not showing showing well uh, during these gym uh, <laughs> encounters? Like, why would you be hoping to have a dad dick? You killed her. Don't play it off on Harley. I'm asking you a question here. I, I don't get naked in the gym. Yeah, there's a reason he doesn't have a dad dick. A little turtle shy. Maybe when I maybe when dad dick comes in, I will start getting naked in the gym. Just uh, show it off a little bit before my balls hit the floor. Well, Joe, you're gonna need a sample size to really confirm if you have dad dick or not. So start taking some daily samples when you're in the gym. Um, <laughs> just measure, and then after you have a kid, see if it's bigger. I think it has. It's gonna have to do with less sex, is what I'm guessing. That 
They're always kind of, and dads are creepy, so they're probably eyeballing every piece in there. They're yeah. all probably just trying to get the rocks yeah, off. Dad's they don't getting get off on the home. awkwardness. That's why they always have a chub because it's always awkward in there. I think I may have just solved gym nudity. All right, yeah. So, uh, Joey, so the due date for this kid is August nineteenth. Yes. And it's August third today when we're recording this podcast. So, like a little yeah. bit over two weeks for the due date. Yeah, the Saturday, two weeks, and a, that Saturday, two two weeks from today, two days after that. That's confusing as fuck. I did not follow that. 16 days. That's all you need to know. You you getting any last-second panic yet, Joe, or is there still way too much time before the baby comes? Well, no. There, there's there's no telling. She's probably going to go late. So uh, if you're the, sm- the early money's on uh, after the 19th for, for the birthing pool. All right. Who's in this birthing pool? There's no birthing pool. Oh, classic he, Joe lie. He meant gambling, Joe. But is uh, is she planning to have the baby out of hospital? Yeah. Is she gonna take the drugs? She's going, no, she's planning on going au naturel. Oh Jesus Christ! And uh, you gonna stay above the uh, Mason Dixon line? No, no. I told her I'm gonna Facebook Live the whole thing. Oh, the uh, LeBlanc family uh, director's cut. I'm getting down there, yeah. Yeah, somebody we know from high school uh, really did record her having a kid and put it up on Facebook. So, yeah, people somehow do that. My mom says my dad like got a panic and he like went to the final four or something before I was born. I was born in April and I guess he went to the final four that year because uh, he needed to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> you gonna cut the cord, Joe? I don't think I don't I don't want to do that. Oh. Are you going to eat the placenta? No, we're definitely not doing oh, why that. Why not? It's got so People many do, proteins. Dude, I've been listening to podcasts and shit. People do some fucked up shit. What's your favorite dad podcast? Pl- huh? What's your favorite dad podcast or parenting podcast? I've been listening to the pregnancy podcast and I've been listening to <laughs> the birth app. Man card. How'd you find those? Uh, well, I found the pregnancy podcast that was mentioned in a book, I think. How many? Books and then the read? other one, I've read a couple books. Good thing they didn't have tests on them because Joe, like college, would not have passed. <laughs> How far, you read an entire book on the birthing process? I read an entire book front to back. Yeah, I read an entire book front to back. Is there one picture book? She has two picture books, one, and they're, like, very graphic. Oh, well, okay, not picture book like you mean, but she has books with pictures in it, and it is fucking very graphic, and it's from the 70s. Oh, a lot of bush. Oh, a lot of bush. Nice. No. So you don't think you're going to cut the cord? I I know. That's what we're paying. The pregnancy pod tells you not to. No, they they say you can if you want. Why aren't you doing it? I, I that's what we're paying doctors for. I'm not a fucking doctor. It's like cutting a fucking ribbon ceremony, bruh. No, I'm with I'm with Joe on this one. You don't want to be responsible for your baby being in our carryo. And a lot of times, what they do is 
they already cut the cord from the baby and then they like clamp off a second section of the cord so you can cut it for ceremonial yeah, whatever. So why wouldn't you want to do it? He doesn't want to give his baby an any I mean an Audi. Yeah, that's another line of questioning I was gonna say, Joe. If your baby is born with an Audi, will you put him up for adoption? <laughs> I had an Audi until I was like eight and fat. Huh. So wait, you so got out. so much. You got fatter, so his stomach overtook it and it yeah, sucked it in. Yeah, like you got so fat, like your surrounding stomach was uh, that much bigger than it that it went and sucked in. Yeah, that's right. What that's exactly fuck? what happened. All right, I'll put that on the record for Joe. This is back. <laughs> this is back evidence here. No, that just means it's hereditary. You might have a baby with an Audi. What's wrong with? I don't know. I thought the Audi was based on how they tied it. It is. So, yeah, so how'd yours go away, fucktard? Because my fat-ass stomach grew around it. Yeah, apparently my dad, I was talking to my mom earlier today, and she said my dad was, like, squeamish for blood and everything going into it. And while she was giving birth, she was, like, fucking puking and shit. And uh, my dad was over in the corner eating cookies. So it may not be exactly how you <laughs> imagine it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> My mom sounded so pissed off when she told me that on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking puking my guts out, and he's over there. Did you it, call your mom in prep to Joe's pregnancy pod to ask questions? No, I, I didn't call her for that, but while I had her on the line, I wouldn't give her any tips for Joey Sal. Um, okay, that's... Did she have any tips for me? Well, she'll, I just said, do you have anything you want to ask him or anything like that? And that, those were her two things to mention, I guess. What, cookies and cutting the cord? Yeah, and him going to the final four before I was born. Did she tell you where you were conceived? No, I did, I, I did not ask that, and I do not want to know that. I also find it kind of weird that people know the answer to that. Would you would you find it weird to know what position you were conceived yes. in? Yes. Would you avoid that I don't, position? I don't, no. You should ask you should ask Funky Bunch next time you're around him, Harley. No, that's a good idea, Joe. He won't remember. No. Oh, he probably will. He will I guarantee he won't remember, but he, he, there's a seventy five percent chance he'll make up a story that's just a good story and it was around that time. <laughs> That's also a high possibility. I'll, Joe, I'll accept that as the answer. Joe, since we're, since you're on the record right now, and we're going to be you know podding forever, and this will be always archived, so your uh, soda dino salto can go. Uh, <laughs> that's listen a, to it. that's catchy. Can I? Can I? Uh, does he? What position did you uh, conceive in? Haley was on top. I said that earlier. You said it was a hate fuck. Yeah, you never said about. Oh no, yeah, and that's when you said you can't. That's when you said you can't rape her, and I said, well, she was on top. So you asked if I was still inside when we started arguing. Oh, her first rape. Mm. So, so okay, sounds so, like when I lost my virginity. All right, so, Harley next. <laughs> so uh, basically, soda. Sorry for that. Your dad was too lazy to conceive you <laughs> like a man, and he calls himself, <laughs> and he calls himself Fitness Joe. Harley loved his own joke there. He slapped himself. That was a good one. Harley, what'd you weigh this morning? I didn't weigh myself this morning. I'd only do that when I go to the gym. I didn't go to the gym this morning. I just did some yoga and some ab ripper. I'll go to the gym tomorrow. I can do it again. But 
Uh, last time I weighed myself, it was 183 on the dot, just like I fucking said. Joe, what do you, uh, so you're a little bit heavier than Harley. What, what's the big deal? Yeah, once he gets his dad dick, that'll be the difference of the pounds. <laughs> that's my two-pound gain on Harley. So that's pretty hefty, Joe. A two-pound <laughs> dick would be a hell of a dick. <laughs> all right, so, Joe, you got all this kid stuff ready. Let's get to brass tacks here. Why the fuck do we not have a place to stay in Knoxville for the LSU Tennessee game. You guys need because you are afraid of only one bathroom. I gave you the option of four different places, all with at least eight beds, and you said, "Oh, there's only one bathroom. That's not enough." One bathroom's not enough for that many people. Do you know? Have you ever stayed the, in a hotel with close, me? The next closest house is like twenty miles away. Well, sounds like we need to find a, a place with two bathrooms. Well, I'm, we're going to be driving up there anyway, right? So yeah. who cares how far it is away? You can always just drive closer to the thing and park. Yeah, but then that you wouldn't have to drive. You can catch a cab or something. I mean, I don't care. I, we're going regardless. If you, if you don't want to bite the bullet on it, then get, we're not getting a fucking cabin. Stay in Gatlinburg. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, hey, look, Joe, that's going to be the first time you're probably away from the baby. You're going to want to go hog wild. You're going to want a bathroom. You and your wife need two bathrooms so you go both can puke at the same time. Just go in the woods and puke. Um, so, Joe, just when, when we do get drunk, make sure you save some of her breast milk and don't use it for the baby because it might have alcohol in it. Oh. But it could be a really good hang- could be a really good hangover cure. That's what I've heard. Pump and dump. You can make an eggnog with breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought eggnog so, couldn't get any nastier, have you looked for places? Let's uh, let's go to more productive places on this podcast. Um, Joe, I got a um, I got a question for you. We're going to play uh, first impressions. I got a first impression for you. Oh, what? Uh, Can I get one more baby thing in? Joe, who's going to be the godfather? We really don't know. We haven't decided. We've talked about uh, who we want to raise the kid if we peril in a or perish in a plane crash or something. And uh, we, we don't we don't know. You want to put up 50 imaginary yeah. dollars to be the podfathers of the kid, Harley? Wait, what? Be the pod fathers. Uh, if you want to sponsor the kid, that's fine. I'll do it for fifty imaginary dollars. Podfather's not Godfather. I wouldn't trust you with a kid. Which one? He's got he's got Big Brother program. He's good with kids. I'm, I'm great. Even ones from different demographics than him. All he does is make fun of that kid on swings and take him to see John Cena. Sounds like a great fucking dad. Sounds better than your dad, Joe. Even though he's got that dad dick, I hear. Ooh. All right, Harley, first impressions. All right, Joe, I'm going to start with you. If you're like in a maybe a work function or you're out with a group of people and you happen to be ordering steak, it's the motherfucker that asks their, for their steak, medium well or well done. What's your first impression of this imbecile? Uh, uncouth. My first and impression? You, you, sw- you swayed the vote by calling him an imbecile. 
But I'll tell you what, it, it's bad and it's not appropriate and he's probably going to get made fun of, but you know, it's not as bad as a guy who eats their steak with ketchup. That's what, exactly what I was about to say. It sounds exactly like the guy who uses A1 on steak. The guy just doesn't know what he's doing. Well, I can tell you from experience, my uh, father always <laughs> cooked steak fucking well done. And when I... Uh, when I Due to lack of ability or just he, per- no, he that, preferred that's, it? That that's how he preferred it. That's how he cooked it. He's got no and power. so he would cook it for the family that way. So when I was growing up and I was taking girls out on dates and shit... And they they would ask, you know, how I wanted my steak. And I would say, well done. And they'd look at me like I'm a moron. <laughs> and then and I'd be like, and I was like, I don't really like steak. And then I got told, well, you don't like steak because you're eating it like an idiot. At what age did you get told this? <laughs> 18. <laughs> it took a couple of taking girls out for them to realize that I was doing something stupid. <laughs> so eventually I, uh, you know, I meet, eat my steak medium rare now more to the rare part and uh it's delicious and i like steak now but i didn't like steak before so we go to the hibachi restaurant sometimes and her mom Haley's mom always gets like the shrimp and filet so she gets the filet and then she has them cook it extra well done and on on occasion on more than one occasion the chef has laughed at her and told her she's stupid (laughs) she's like why don't you just get sirloin and fake japanese yeah, and fake Japanese cooked by Mexicans. <laughs> that that Tennessee swag, that Tennessee hibachi life. All right, next next first impression, Joe. You walk into a restaurant that's rated really really high, but there's no one in there. Uh, well, it's either. I'm going to say, assume it's either 5.30 or no, like 9. No, prime time. Prime time. Well, then, what am I rating? The people or the restaurant? You're, you're, the restaurant. What, First what, impression. Yeah, you haven't eaten food there before. You hear it's really good. You go in and there's no one in there. And it's prime time. You even made reservations. Well, then, I would assume that they have bought all the reviews online. Ah, so Joe thinks they cheating. That, that's exactly what I thought of first. Second thing I thought of was maybe... Uh, this isn't second impressions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. It's like him trying to get a t- six in his top five hottest milfs. <laughs> I just wanted to add something since I uh, pretty much agreed with Joe, so I wanted to add a little bit more. Uh, okay, info. what's your second? No, take? no, say, this, you're, you're right. This isn't first impressions. On, on with I was, I was nervous when I walked in. Which are moms. <laughs> God, that pod pissed me off when I went back and listened to it again. Hey, check out the milf pod. It's great. Um. But yeah, I went to a restaurant. Was, the food was amazing, but I got really worried when I first got in there. I was like, fuck, there's no one. There's literally, there was one other table in there, and they could probably seat like 20 tables. Did you make reservations? Yeah. For one? Did it for two? Just been cutting on you. What, Joe? Did it fill up while you were in there? No, uh, there was like three more, four more tables that came in. But no, it there wasn't that many people in there. But, I mean, because it wasn't busy, I got to talk to the chef and shit, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> Who's the chef? He came out to ask you why you eat your steak well done. 
No, I did not get steak well done while I was there. No. What'd you get? Um, I got blue crab nudie, and then I got uh, some black and redfish, and uh, some octopus, and uh, and a meats board. I'm with you, Joe. He no way he weighs 183. <laughs> These were small plates to share with one other, so you know, fuck off. Ooh, romantic. The blue crab nudie was spectacular. Big shout out to Sackaway. Nudie magazine day. Uh, Joe, did you guys talk about having a date night after the baby comes where you get a sitter and you know do something? We uh, oh. No, not yet. We haven't planned anything. All right, Joe, next first impression. You ready for this? I don't yeah. know how Knobs knew about it. <laughs> what? Your your wife not allowing you to pick a hot babysitter. What's your first impression of that? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't think we would even have that issue because we've got her. The, her mom lives a half hour away, so it's kind of irrelevant. So, so you're calling her mom not attractive? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm calling her mom the instant babysitter that is guaranteed. Answer the question. Uh, Joe. Her mom is a good-looking 55-year-old. That'd be weird to make babies with both of them, Joe. I have no idea. Um, I have no idea what that means, but stop hitting on the woman. (laughs) Joe, what what I'm... Yeah. uh, Old old Chip's got that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Chip. So, Joe... Uh, the question really is, okay, let's say you take a family trip, the parents, or you want to go out to dinner with her parents. Maybe I want to still spend time. And you do, like, interview babysitters or however that fucking happens. You find babysitters, Craigslist, however you get them. And one's really, really hot. She's qualified, be- but she, your wife says no. So what's your first impression of that? That sounded like a perfect casting. Case. I think it would be uh, my first impression would be that she's acting or she's acting or thinking irrationally. <laughs> and I would tell her that. She's being a woman. Whoa. Like I said, irrational. Al, I, I think I think she's uh, sees Joe in a different light. She still thinks Joe can get ass. Oh, so you think she's insecure? Yeah, she thinks Joe's still a stud. Like he can, you know, the babysitter. He's worried about (laughs) he's worried about uh, Soda Junior coming out of the misses. You know, Soda Junior (laughs) Junior. Yeah. See, that's that's where I wanted Joe to answer that question because I wanted to basically say, yeah, my wife's clearly not trusting me because she thinks I'm trying to get ass. But also irrational because Joe can't that's get this. That's that's what I mean by irrational. That's she's not trusting me because of that. But I wouldn't do that, so it's irrational. Yeah, but you know what? Getting a hot babysitter just might mean that she's going to call one of her man friends over while she's watching your kid and uh, lay the uh, smackdown. Right in front of a little soda. Yeah, show them what well, a hot dad dick looks like. Everywhere. So you would hire a hot babysitter and put cameras everywhere? Is that what you just said? Fuck yeah. God, Joey gets sued. And Haley's got a point. It's his house. 
How can I get sued? But that sounded like a great new segment for like a casting couch where the same husband and wife <clears throat> always call a new babysitter and just something happens. Good, good idea a, or not? What's a casting couch part of this? You have the same one person and then new people filtering in. So that that sort of setup to a porno. Uh, I'm not getting it. How do you control this one person? This is not real, obviously. It's just the fucking scenario they have for pornos. People that do, you think casting couch is real? At least they make me feel like it is. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be the same house or a different house every time? Uh, same house. You can go to different areas of the house. Sometimes the chicken hook up with the the, the dad, or sometimes with the mom. <laughs> uh, maybe sometime with the kid too. You could put a little fucking hot fake, you know. I'm just saying this is a good idea. I'm just that's all I'm trying to say. You took it too far with the kid. Hey, you just just adding some spice in there. All right. And Joe, you're gonna be needing this porno because you ain't getting any next time you get a knock up from Dude, the golden shot. Six weeks, man. That that's gonna be the hard part. Six weeks after the baby comes. <laughs> You gonna pull up Darren and tell the doctor to put an extra stitch in there for you? The, da- the daddy stitch. That's such a fucking cornball, nasty hack dad joke. So uh, I heard dinner with some friends earlier tonight, and I, I said the daddy stitch, and he said, uh, "I never heard." He said, "Make it better than new." It's like certified pre-owned. Fucking <laughs> oh, I thought it was pretty funny. It's like, Use Carsman sale line joke and that fucking explanation of it. Just fucking dis- uh, it, it, kids <laughs> Harley's just over here. Me at all. Harley's over here fucking beside himself. Dude, it's the miracle of life, Harley. There's seven billion people on the planet. You're not that special. Oh shit! All right, so. <laughs> That's that's all I had for first impressions for this week. Uh, I, I I really enjoy this segment. It's catching on like wildfire. That's everybody's first impression. I got one more first impression. Someone tells you, uh, yeah, I'm think I'm I'm gonna be moving to Guam soon. Uh, you're getting ghosted. That's what's happening. Is your I'd say have fun. It's your girlfriend moving to Guam. Why do you guys always think this is about me? It's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, so, your first, so your first impression is this is about me. I'm just saying. You yeah, you basically. Know. Okay, that's not true. Now what's your second impression since the first impression so off base? Well, you're getting broken uh, up with one way or another. It's either a male friend or a female friend. So you're saying this is a breakup move. I didn't even say these persons yeah. were in a relationship. I just said, I think I'm moving to Guam. It's I didn't a, even say a relationship or anything. could be end of a friendship. It doesn't have to be a sexual relationship. Okay. So Harley's thinking the, and the, they're not really moving to Guam. No. They're just they're just moving and they it's don't like, want you to contact them. It's so like, you know, a couple years down the road yeah. after Joe's been able to use the hot babysitter a couple times and been a little too inappropriate. <laughs> Sorry, we won't be able to watch the kids anymore. I'm moving to Guam. That means <laughs> that means Joe, <laughs> cease and desist. Don't call me anymore cuz uh you about to get 
Dude, there's an episode of Friends on this. Chandler has to break up with Janice, but he can't do it, so he tells her he's moving to Yemen. It's the same thing. All right, see? That's where me and Joe's head's at, so why don't you tell us what the actual first impression you have, since it's clearly not about you. Uh, my first impression it was, what the fuck? Guam is a tusty name, plus I'm not even actually sure where Guam is. The name just sounds awful. So your first impression, you don't care where who's moving there. You have no connection. You just think it's a tusty name. And you is don't it, know I, I don't even know what ocean it's in. It's like in the middle of the Pacific, right? I, 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 See, I don't know. Makeup Facts over here is even admitting he doesn't know where Guam is. Where's Guam, Arlie? I'm going with Pacific. <laughs> where? By Hawaii? No, it's northern, I think. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I have no idea. That's so much in his fucking nature. He has no idea, but he just takes one out of four shot on Northern. Tell me I'm right. Harley's looking it up right now. I don't know. I think think it's closer to, like, I'm pretty sure it's all the way west in the Pacific, like, in a different, like, a time zone ahead. And Guam is what? A territory? Yeah, it's over there by it's the Philippines. There's nowhere fucking close to Holy us. Holy shit. Yeah, there's Guam. It's like... Where's there's, Hawaii? There's the Marshall Islands. Hawaii's like fucking... Oh, my God. Way over there. Holy shit. Yeah, Guam. Guam's damn near the Philippines. Hey, quick facts about Guam. Guam's a U.S. territory yep. in Micronesia in the Western Pacific. It's distinguished by tropical beaches... Camoro villages and ancient latte stone pillars. Yeah. All I know is we have an Air Force base there because my uncle was stationed in Guam for a long time. And you still don't know where it is. You're a good relative. That's what he just oh, told I was right with. I was right with the Pacific Ocean. No, Joe, said it. Joe, those were back in the times where you couldn't get divorced, so your great-grandpa just goes, hey, I'm moving to Guam. He told your grandma that. <laughs> And he moved 12 miles away, and no one ever found him. Exactly. That's where his other family that he loved more was. Probably. So who's moving to Guam? Uh, one of our buddies we know, his person he's going out with uh, might be taking a job in Guam. And that was my first impression of it. I think I think that's a breakup move. You think move. it's a made-up move? It's well, a breakup move. All right. If I'll- the person says, I'll go to Guam with you, then this, the, you're playing hardball at this point. All right, I'll tell the person who uh, that's is move. involved in the Guam situation. Yeah, that's your move. You, I'll, you, I'll tell them to listen to this podcast for your advice. You say, I'll go to Guam. I'll be one of the 162,896 people that live there per 2016 season. <laughs> 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 I hope you guys learned something about Guam tonight. Joe, you got any questions for us right now? Since yeah, man. Follow you? up on uh, follow up on the last pod. What happened with the uh, engagement party invite? Oh, uh, I just didn't go. But you didn't get invited. You didn't invited. go. Good. That's... I didn't get invited. I didn't no, go. That, that's that's a good move. You you shouldn't call. Harley gave really bad advice. You shouldn't call. You just if you're not invited, you just, if you didn't get an invite, assume you're not invited. Hold They're, on, weddings hold are on. Stop with that bullshit that I didn't give good advice. That's that, <laughs> my first impression advice. of what you're saying is wrong. Plus, my second impression is anything that Joe says I did wrong means I fucking did it right. <laughs> 
I will have to side with Harley on this. Harley goes. You told him to take it upon himself to gauge his friendship and just fucking show up anyway. That's not. No, that's not what Harley said at all. Harley, what Harley was referring to was maybe you're not so in the inner circle as you thought. Buzz off, nerdo. No, Harley said, gauge your friendship with the party compared to your roommate's friendship with the party. And if yours is the same or closer and you didn't get an invite, assume you're invited and go. No, How would you feel no, if Andy I, I had did done not that to say, your wedding? I did not say. How would you feel if Andy had done that to your wedding and just showed up? This is classic Joe who thinks he knows it but doesn't fucking. We can play the tape. Joe. What, what I said, Joe, was you gauge it if you're closer then you make a call, you reach out, and you ask them about it. If you're not closer, that's when I gave the advice of piss off. You're not as, you're not as important but as you But then by think making that call, you give them the option of either telling you, nah, man, I don't want you there, or caving and saying, oh, yeah, it must have been lost. Come on, even though they didn't want you there in the first place. Joe, if I had to send out wedding invitations to my wedding and you just happened not to get one, I hope your fucking ass would have called me and be like, hey, what the fuck? How come I didn't get one? No, I would have sent you a pile of shit in a bag. Yeah, that's a little passive-aggressive, dick. I think I made the right (laughs) advice. That's full-on aggressive. Yeah, Joe, you misremembered that. Joe, there's also a third scenario where the person goes, nah, I didn't invite you, but you can come anyway, even though I didn't really want you here, which was Chris during our buddy CJ's wedding. (laughs) We, uh... The, the one thing I will say about that engagement party, Joe, is it ended up being like last weekend, and I, when I was in New Orleans, I texted one of, my, uh, one of my buddies to see if he wanted to meet up, and he said he was at this engagement party, and Al ranked himself against this guy and clearly thought he was closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. One of, uh, we had a... Most of the, a lot of my friends were going to this party, so we had a lot of like inside jokes back and forth because they knew I wasn't invited. So that one of them was like, uh, "Let's all wear wife beaters and dickies to the party as a uh, <laughs> sign of solidarity." Their version of the Black Panther fist. That was a pretty funny one. My uh, my thing for the party was just to do a little catfish action and be like, oh, yeah, thank God you didn't invite Knobloch. That dude's a piece of shit. And just start talking shit on me and see who piled in. I thought that would be a funny uh, funny thing to do. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I went to some other engagement party where I didn't know anybody. So Did you get to watch fun. the fights? Uh, no, I had to see them on Twitter. No, that sucks. I wanted to watch the fights, but then I went out to dinner. So, All right, Joe, was that your only question for us? Um, how are things going with the new girlfriend? I haven't talked to you in a while. <laughs> I didn't know you became an official girlfriend. How, how are things going? It's going all right. I can tell you, Joe, that uh, Friday night I hung out with them, and they seem to be thick as thieves. They're, uh, Nobs is uh, oh, definitely this is, this hanging is... out with uh, – with her and her friends, you know, he's 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 very committed to the boyfriend. He's doing a good job get, uh, getting her drinks. Um, he's doing he's doing a good thing, but he let her buy him drinks too, so he's still got that cheapness gene. He's got to get rid no, of. No, if you fucking insist on buying me a drink, I'm not going to turn you down. But Joe, this was a weird thing about this. Harley is out with his coworkers, and I'm going to meet up with them. So they tell me what bar they're at, and I just assume they're going to stay at this bar. 
So it takes me a while, but I show up to the bar, and it, immediately as I walk in and order a drink, I see Harley and his crew walking out. He basically goes, hey, man, waves to me and just keeps walking and walks, like, straight out of the bar. <laughs> just like, hey, we're going to the Big Bulldog. And just, we just fucking walked by with everybody. Craig's, Craig, the follower he is, was just following Harley's lead and gives me a little shrug in his underarm or pull. I was like, oh, cool, Craig. <laughs> Harley big timed him. Well, Joe, in my in my defense, like I got the crew with me. I'll uh, I'll catch you later. I got all these people with it, me. It wasn't, I'll, it wasn't really big time of me. It was more like this person has no social skills just to be like, okay, wait, fucking two seconds, just fucking keeps it moving. Okay, <laughs> all right, so hold not on. even a handshake, just a handshake, like, hey, uh, we're going to a bulldog, and just keeps it pushing. All right, Joe. Okay, so Al's describing this to where I look like a dick, which is not necessarily not true, but I want to I say my um, <laughs> a lot part of, of the events here. So we get there, and I'm probably there almost two hours before Al even shows up. So I told him that's where we were going, and two hours later, we're about to leave. I figured most people, if they're going to come meet up with you, are going to let you know they're on their way. That, that, that's the first mistake I made. The other thing is I walk in, in there, and I got like eight people with me, and we're about to fucking go to another bar. And him and his girlfriend are sitting there sitting at the bar with drinks already in hand. This isn't like he's just getting there and ordering. No, I they just have, got there. They have seats. <laughs> so So to me, I'm like, Dude, why didn't you just come find me? So I think he did something weird there. So I'm like, hey, yeah, uh, we're going to the Bulldog. And there wasn't like – there was like a, a line we were squeezing through. So if I would have stopped, there would have been eight people potentially running into <laughs> oh, my ass. pile up. So I fucking just kept walking. And then we get all the way out to the truck, and I say, hey, Craig, you know, maybe we should go back in there, you know, hang out with them for a second, let them finish their drinks, and then bring them with us to the Bulldog. And uh, Craig goes – Nah, fuck that shit. He didn't even let us know he was coming. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, they, Craig. Yeah, they. the reason why I didn't give him a heads up is because I thought they said they were going to one bar, and then they said they were at another bar, so I had figured they were at the first bar already and moved to the second bar and wouldn't be moving for a while, but whatever. Craig didn't want to exercise. Big fucking surprise. <laughs> <laughs> You need to emphasize that cardio for Craig. Hey, but Joe, worried about his heart. But Joe, Al and his girlfriend ended up coming over to the Bulldog. She bought him a, the first drinks there. Al was uh, introduced me to a, uh, one of his uh, girlfriend's friends, who was just high beaming like a motherfucker. And then uh, nice. they all left to go to Ivar's, back to where he had originally got his first drink after probably about an hour and a half, maybe. Well, I didn't, I didn't tell you what happened with that. Her friends who were there had already moved on to downtown, so I stopped in. We stopped in Ivar's, walked in. They're not here. Walked right See, back okay, out Joe, downtown. See, okay, Joe. Joe, now, now just hear that. What's your impression? Who's the who's the dick in this scenario? What do you mean? You guys you were- went to another bar and this to another group of people did this basically the same thing. To you, they as already, I did. They had already left. Yeah, it shows that you don't plan very well. I think I, I think that solidifies <laughs> what I did. Well, it, you walk. Uh, I still say you're in the fault. You walked past him after there was the meetup. You could have reevaluated when you all got together, even though you were leaving at that time. He had a fresh drink and was sitting on bar seats. That motherfucker didn't come try to find me, dude. I'm I had just gotten that drink. 
I'm not going to walk in a bar, find you, and then have to go back to the bar and get a drink. I'm just getting a drink immediately, and then you find a person. And I had just gotten my drink. I rest my case. Not that big of a deal. Just just funny. Any more brain busters, Joe? No, I think that's it for me. All right. Joe, we do appreciate you joining. Um, I hope we can uh, get to uh, um, We might not get to. Maybe we will. Get to meet Soda Dino Salty uh, 1. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh good luck uh to you and the missus for all your endeavors and uh i will say it's might be six weeks out of commission joe but the back door is always open <laughs> that's what i told her and apparently it's not because tears can be bad the ripping in the tear but uh expecting the uh live tweets and snapchats and facebook lives and all that stuff i'll be uh broadcasting the delivery to the masses. Oh, Joe, I expect you to be wearing your TSP tank. Yeah. Oh, God. I hadn't thought about it, but now that you mentioned it, I'm going to. I swear to God. We may need to make him a TSP bandana to wrap around instead of, like, a <laughs> surgical mask. Thoughts? <laughs> she, she was listening to a lot of this, but now she's in the shower, so that'll be a surprise for her. She's going to love it. You know we're not going to make that. There's, there's, a, there's three weeks until the baby – less than three weeks for the baby's born. But, Joe, as the pod fathers for Soda Dino Saltage, we one. get – Yeah, one. We get podcast rights. His first podcast appearance has to be on the Talking Small podcast. We get the exclusive first interview. Uh, once we received your contract dollars, then yes. All right. There's a lot of fake money coming your way. Once you receive your sponsorship dollars, considering we never received uh, Haley's uh, uh, challenge picture prize from two years ago, I'm not really expecting it. Well, uh, no, we sent that. You never got that? (laughs) Yeah, it's in the mail. Hey, Joe, we'll send that as soon as Harley gets a tattoo wedding ring. Yeah, got it. No, I I thought I sent that. I really did. No. I clearly got, we got the address. The well, didn't? Oh, we wait, got, hold on. I might have had your. Didn't you move in this time period? Well, no. You sent the shirt since. So we got the tank. <laughs> never got the uh, butthole blast. Well, I'll fuck it. I'll have to send that again too. <laughs> you take when you're taking all those pictures. Make sure you get one of your wife butthole blast, and it can go right there. Oh, good God. <laughs> Prank wars. That's a little too crude, Harley, for the end of the pod. She's about to give birth, goddammit. And it's going to be a lovely thing. We want to wish all the best to Mr. and Mrs. J Salty 2 and Young Soda Dino Salty 1. We do appreciate your continued support of the TSP uh, viewers, Joe. And uh, I hope you are, you know, a decent dad. Yeah, we'll have to. We may have to emergency pod from the hospital too. If you get some downtime in there, that you can give us the uh, inside scoop, and then your parents can listen oh. to the podcast. Oh, I'm totally down for that. I hear it's a long and uh, boring journey for me. For her, it sucks. You gonna bring your Game Boy with you for the waiting room? No, nah, they got a cell phone for that. I don't know. No, fuck a waiting room. I mean, I mean the room, man. Thank you for joining us on the Talking Small Podcast. Your views are definitely appreciated. And I hope you viewed from either SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, Google Play, iTunes. We have pods out. 
your favorite podcast app. You can RSS feed on it. I mean, yeah. Just fucking give us a review on iTunes. Come on, you fucks. And if you liked our guest, Joey Sal, a.k.a. Fat Vader. At Fat Vader on Twitter. He is on multiple other podcasts, including our MILF pod. He's also on, I don't know. The Saltage Family pod. Yeah, the Saltage He's Family also pod. on the, since his wife won March Madness, she has her own pod. And that might be one of my favorite pods because we do a March Madness bracket of Joe's friends his wife would rather bang. March Madness. That was a good pod. Yeah, good pod. So we got plenty for you. Just go follow us on one of those media that Harley uh, told you how to. And uh, enjoy. We, uh, as the executive producer, I kind of fucked up a little bit. I took a little too long to edit the podcast. And we had a podcast miracle. So this is a little bonus content because Baby Soda is, is birthed. Baby Soda is here. We got yeah, Baby Soda heard us recording the podcast episode, and he was like, "I got to meet the Podfathers," and he heard the fuck out of the womb. So, Joe, just real quick, take us through how all of a sudden it came early because you were betting for late. No, oh, yeah, yesterday uh, was Saturday, so Saturday night. Or Saturday, we had all day planned out. We were going to go do one of those escape rooms, and we were going to go to the local little minor league baseball team game. It, they do youth car night once a year where they give away a youth car every inning. So we were going to go <laughs> Sounds like a Tennessee activity right there. Three of them were Corollas from the 90s. <laughs> hey, it's good cash mileage. But we, so we did that, and then we go. Uh, Afterwards, you know, I've had a few beers. My brother's in town. We go with them. We've had a few beers, and we go get some food. And we're sitting at the bar, eating and drinking, and Haley's sitting there thinking, oh, man, I'm just feeling a little, my stomach's hurting. So we get back, you know, we were out until probably about 2 o'clock in the morning. And You had your pregnant wife out until 2 o'clock in the morning drinking? No, No, she was. she was. She, she had a mocktail last night. She had a... Yeah, I know, but that's got to be miserable. She's pregnant, and you're just having her in the club watching other people have fun. That's like shoving FOMO right into your face. All right, Al, let's let's, let's let's move past this. She's a great DD at this point. And then, Joe, keep with the story. Let's not get in these details, even okay, though you're an so asshole for 2 a.m. We get there, and so we finally lay in bed around 2.30 or so. And Haley all of a sudden goes, man, I'm, I think I just peed my pants. So, you know, I still have a few drinks, and I fall asleep for about three hours. And then she wakes me up, and she goes, hey, I'm starting to uh, feel really bad. I'm getting, like, really bad period cramps. She doesn't realize that she's having contractions. She keeps calling them period cramps. And she goes, and I've just been peeing my pants all night long. <laughs> and, and she doesn't You sure she wasn't drinking? She doesn't put two and two together thinking that she's going into labor. So I'm like, Haley, your water broke and you're going, you're having contraction. You're going into freaking labor. So she got no sleep last night and we get to the, we get to the, uh, hospital this morning at about 6 AM, 6:15 or so. And we go in there and they test these little, like, you know, you test the pH in, in pool with those little strips. Yeah. Turn pink or blue. Well, they put one of those, and yeah, they they put one of those, and to see if her water had broke, 
and it'll turn blue if it senses any fluid. And like they touch it on her fluid, and it's like boom, blue. So right there, we were checked in baby time. Damn, she is she is hurting. Like so, you know, first time moms, they say labor can last. You know, labor and delivery can last twenty four to thirty hours. So her water broke at two forty five in the morning. So Joe, just for (laughs) Joe went to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. And Joe, just for just for peace of mind. So you're saying you can be hurting and a squirting for thirty six hours? Oh, she was well most people well, what happened? Her her Hey Joe Joe, back off. That's my territory. Slippery one way. She had to throw away a couple pairs of underwear last night because of all the fluid. You, know? you should frame them, Joe. You should buy her some new ones as a as a good uh, dad gift, dude. You should see the sexy ass diapers she's wearing right now. <laughs> I'm sure she's gonna appreciate you saying that on the pod. She's sitting right here. So, uh, so we get there, and you know, from water breaking to baby being delivered is just under twelve hours. So she had a little bit of labor pains in the beginning, and then once they started getting bad, she's she's having a hard time because she got no sleep, and she knows it could be a while, and she wasn't prepared for this natural thing with on on no sleep. That was one thing she wasn't prepared for. So she goes, just fuck it, give me the epidural, give me the give juice, the They so, gave her, they did, they gave her the drugs, and she was laughing. She just went out. She felt she took a two hour nap. Yeah, she was laughing, cutting jokes, and she was. She, we were making jokes while she's pushing. Wait, hold on. So, like, they gave her the shot. And she went to sleep. Like, you can go to sleep well, as you're in the birthing process. Yeah, she, I'm looking at her monitors. They keep the monitors that monitor her contractions, and I'm just looking at this thing as the green line starts spiking up, and I'm like, "You're having a bad contraction. You feel anything?" She, I don't feel shit. You're like, well, you're about to feel something. The nose is coming through the birthing canal. <laughs> no, I mean the whole time they have. She couldn't feel when they were pushing. When she was pushing, when this baby came out, she couldn't feel anything. So everyone that says, you know, labor pains is awful, and Haley's here to tell you get an epidural, and it's fucking easy. Easy for you to say, but yeah. So she pushed baby soda out, no problems. Yeah, she pushed for about an hour, and he was out. You stayed north of the curtain the whole time? Oh, no, I watched, man. I watched oh, my God. Did you really? Well, of course. How oh, much... God, so how bloody was it? And how much poop? It, 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 really, wasn't, it really wasn't all that bad. It was similar to, if, like, we, we had watched some videos preparing for it, so we knew what we were getting going in, so it was pretty similar to what we've seen online, so we knew what we were getting into. What are the hostel? Uh, part the... <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, heard two big things, or one, she didn't poop on the table. Swag. That's, that's her big thing. And two, she got peed on immediately, so that one, that barrier is broken. They put him, they put him on her chest, and he just peed all over instantly. Nice. Okay, uh, Joe, I hate to ask this just after, but what kind of PC is he working with? Is definitely a saltage? Oh, yeah. He's, he's just definitely got a hog. That dude's got a hog. <laughs> so, 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 Joe, how's uh, your hog coming? Because now that you're a dad, do you have dad dick? 
no, not yet. I'm still waiting on mine to come in. You know, they say it takes a couple of days for Haley's breast milk to come in, uh, so I'm thinking that dick must be the same. Yeah, keep waiting. Keep waiting. God damn. So how is it, Joe? Have you never loved anything more in your life? It's pretty cool, man. He looks exactly like I did when I was a baby. He looks pretty long. How, what kind of inches are we working yeah. with? And we're not he, talking dog-wise. He weighed seven pounds, five ounces. So, you know, a little bit under seven and a half pounds. And he was 20 inches long. Dude's got fucking big feet, though. I think I was 20 inches long, so he might be a, he might be a tall fella. I've got some size. I just didn't get any of the size. But, you know, we have height in both sides. But, damn, my dad fairly tall. Oh. Haley's grandparents are fairly tall, but I'm just not. That's awesome, dude. Whoever had Joe as the first guy in our college group of friends to have a kid, you win the fucking, uh, you win that pool. Yeah, and whoever had, whoever took my dumbass betting advice on saying she's going past her due date, lost, lost a lot of money. Most people well, didn't get their that's bets what they in get for this steam, early. Following steam. Yeah. Damn, dude! Congratulations, man. Thank you, guys. We'll, ha- we'll, uh, we'll have to send them something. I don't know what yet, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we gotta give him yeah, something to annoy Joe with, some like a rattler, something like that. He's sitting. He's sitting here in his little LSU hat right now. Go Tigers. Good thing you didn't put in that ugly-ass volunteer orange. Oh, no. He ain't wearing that shit. We didn't even – Haley packed the bag. She didn't even bother packing it because she knew he wouldn't be wearing it. Speaking of top ten things they talked about before birth, this is going to be a Tiger baby. Wait, your wife didn't sleep. She's peeing on herself, and you still made her pack the bag? No, this this bag has been packed for weeks. Baby bag. okay. I didn't have anything. I, I I didn't have shit packed. You know, I'm supposed to have. I just dumped my dirty gym clothes out of my gym bag and threw some random shit into it. So I ended up with like a pair of sweatpants and four pairs of underwear and no t-shirts. I didn't know what the fuck. I was. So you were shirtless in the ER the whole time? No, I packed like a t-shirt. But uh, we're staying a couple nights here and at the hotel or at the hotel at the hospital. So we got. Where, uh, yeah. So where do you sleep? I'm on a little couch that folds down into a futon type thing. In the same room? Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything that uh, didn't go, like, anything that surprised you, like, you weren't expecting? Wait, hold on. Before you answer that, Joe, this is a great time for first impressions. Joe, give us <laughs> your first impressions of your new baby boy and the birthing process. Uh, dude, newborn babies stink. All that shit they they come out with, it, it doesn't smell good. Yeah, but I th- I, that's supposed to help them. Apparently, if you have like cesarean section and they don't get all that, you know, vaginal Jeez. fluid and all yeah. that shit on them, like they're more susceptible to getting sick after. There's something yeah. about that that like protects you from, you know, uh, helps their health. I, I don't know. I, well, I'm not a well, doctor. The so. other thing well, is, is fucking it, stinks. Well, once you get all that stink <laughs> off, Joe. Once you get all the stink off, supposedly new babies have a great smell up to a certain age. It's what I've heard. I haven't been sniffing many babies, so hopefully you have that look to look forward to. I heard their ships don't smell too well, though. No, newborn, they have a weird, their first poop is called meconium. And it's like a 
black tar. It's oh. it, it's like oily and sticky tar. But after that, when they're just drinking, and if they're if they're breastfed, if they're, then their poops don't stink until they start eating other food. Oh, but if oh. they're formula babies, then the, the poops stink. Is that something you learned on the pregnancy podcast you listened to? Dude, check it out. I highly recommend it to any of you uh, soon-to-be fathers and mothers out there. Look, Joe, Joe can... you know our demographic. Hey, Joe, I want to give you a little plug right here. On the latest episode of the Naked Mom podcast, Brooke Burke goes into how to rekindle love after childbirth. You know? Oh, what? Might be a good listen for you and Haley. Harley, repeat that episode for Joe didn't hear you. Well, it's the latest episode, so I don't know exactly what number. I think it's 13. And uh, Yeah, but... Joe, he said how to rekindle love after birth or something like that. Keep the fire going post-baby. No, it's starting yeah, the fire again. Fire. Ryan's got to start the fire, Joe. Soda's trying to get some milk right now. So you are? No, not me. Soda. Soda. All right, well, Joe, we don't want to keep you much longer so just to circle back on al's question was there anything that like really hilarious happened like the did the doctor see your baby and go oh my god look at his nose did anything like that happen uh no nothing with the we everything with the birth process is pretty expected but right afterwards i single-handedly alienated myself from Haley's entire family by telling they all fucking showed up Haley's entire family showed up in the waiting room uh-huh. And I told them, I told them all, you guys can't come in right now. And they just, they all fucking hate me right now. Well, I mean, but you did that on like behalf of the doctors or Haley didn't want to, like, she's just fucking exhausted. Haley and I, but Haley was stuck to it. You know, Haley's still got her legs in stirrups and, you know, she's wearing a robe that's just kind of thrown over her and she's trying to get the baby on her. Um, so I'm the one who's just going out there telling everyone to fuck off, basically. Which is great, Damn. Joe, because this is new technology. How do you get in the delivery room if you're even close family? The podcast. Yeah, exactly. Podfather. <laughs> but, but, I mean, Joe, you're doing exactly what you said on the beginning part of the podcast. Her job is to take care of the baby, and your job is to take care of her. So you're doing your fu- you're doing the Lord's work right now, Joe. Exactly. The re- answer is rehearsed, but the the practice is sound. Hey, man, you, hey, you got to do it. You know, got to keep mama, mama Bear happy. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this little bonus birth edition with the Joey Sal now has Salty Sal. Or, no, Soda Sal. Soda Sal, stupid. Salty Soda. Salty Soda. Yeah. Salty Soda. Soda. All right. Uh, Joe, thanks for bringing us into the room where no one else is allowed. We appreciate First the insight. Yeah. The, the GoPro video will be added to the uh, added to Twitter before too long. Coming soon. Yeah, we'll put that on YouTube. Yeah. He'll be he'll be right there with the Super Brawl. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Super Brawl Part Two. <laughs> Baby versus vagina. All right. Thank you for listening. That concludes the bonus features. Hey Joe, tell Haley. That we're sending much love, and uh, I hope y'all have a great night's sleep, and because uh, you won't once you get home for sure. Yeah, Joe, yeah. give Haley our love and big congrats from the Talking Small Podcast family. Congratulations, buddy! Thanks, guys. It's exciting. All right, <laughs> he sounds so excited. It's exciting. I'm gonna.